Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, March 9th, 2023. I'm one of your host, Blessing Adelia Jr. Joining me is Game Onesis, aka Janet Garcia. Yo, what's good? Janet, we're back home uh, because the studio is under maintenance. Shout out to maintenance. Uh, Janet, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I got a hat on today because I was playing VR in the morning and I carved out enough time to set up, but not enough time for this line to disappear so i love that rocking the rocking the porty hat as a result i was oh, like yeah. and the first hat i was gonna i pulled wasn't this hat but the br the the brim didn't go down far enough so i had to yep. like hot swap the hats out i will say a couple of things you're looking fresh with the hat Thank you. i do dig the hat look you also look like an undercover avenger i was gonna say you look like an incognito <laughs> like you're in uh, captain america trying not to captain get america, caught by hydra yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, if you uh, if you stay ready, you don't gotta get ready. So there you go. Exactly. What were you playing in VR? Is it something you can talk about? It is not something I can talk about, but something mm -hmm. that you will hear about very oh. soon. I never oh. like doing like the two close T's because then people start looking at calendars and it's a whole thing. Even though half the time I'm not playing any of the things people think I am. But well, Jana, yeah. are you playing Mario Kart? I'm always playing Mario Kart a little bit. Good, because that's what we're going to talk about, because today's stories include Mario Kart 8 Deluxe possibly getting more characters, Jim Ryan wants only one thing, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use upper creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show at the kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you uh there's a big sale over on the kind of funny store it's a buy one get one free sale with the code kfbogo that is kfbogo over on the uh, kind of funny.com slash store if you want to get that hat that jan's rocking currently and some more kind of funny merch bogo that's like my favorite like sales acronym that's like always recurring did payless come up with that or was that always did, has that existed since the dawn of man i i mean my first encounter with it must have been like gamestop but they will actually know because they didn't. GameStop do was doing Bogo. No, no, no. GameStop was they, Bogo. They were doing. They were doing buy two get ones. Uh, not, yeah. not Bogos, which it I guess is different. My gripe with Bogo is that I feel like a lot of places uh, don't use it correctly. Where it's like they say Bogo, but then it's buy one get one half off. That should just be Bogo Ho, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Bogo Ho. But they, <laughs> but they just say Bogo. You know, it's bullshit. <laughs> no, but I not this one. Never not led this me one astray right with the Bogo. That's where I first saw Bogo. That's like their. That was like their thing. Every I, I will say the other place I, I go to is But like now it's our thing every, over at the store. And that was our that was kind of funniest thing. Anytime I want to get cheap glasses, if you go to any cheap glasses store online, there is there are all they are always doing a BOGO sale. Like I've never not once gone to an online glasses shop and there not being a BOGO sale going on. And so if you want some cheap glasses, search online. Goggles for I do free the, is what I use. I, I know why we're talking about this, but I do the I do the Amer not, not sponsored, but could be. Shut hit us up. I do the America's best, like $85. You get the eye exam and two pairs of glasses. And it's like, all right, I'm set yeah. for the year. That's Hell it. Yeah. 
Uh, more housekeeping for you. This Friday is March 10th, so you know what that means. It is Mario Day. I'm teaming up with Retro Queen Ash Said Hi to bring you a Super Mario celebration. This Friday, March 10th on twitch.tv slash twitch at 11 a.m. Pacific time to celebrate everyone's favorite plumber slash cart racer slash athlete slash doctor slash painter slash janitor. You get the idea. Man. A renaissance man. Uh, it is Mario. What game was he a janitor in? A janitor? Yeah, this says janitor on the write up, and I don't. I'm I'm trying to like, because I don't. Here's the thing: I can't doubt it. He's not. I don't. He Chad, does. He Chad does will everything. Let us know. I mean, he cleans. Like in Sunshine, he was cleaning, but I wouldn't say he was the janitor. Oh. Because that was that was more like court mandated community service. No, that's a good point. That's a really good point that I actually never thought about. Yeah, we should replace janitor with court manda- mandated He's community service. It's a thing. Falsely yeah. accused king. Man with man with a record. Mario. Oh, you don't see the man made of gelatin standing right there? They're like, I've God never damn. seen this guy before. What a game. Uh, yeah. What is this? You can't just put text next to any image and just. Where did you make find? It did you just fact. type in Mario Janitor? Is I that how did, you found this? And the, there's a, a New York Times correction. Twenty five years later, this is from Kotaku. This was published nine years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Mario is not a janitor. Apparently, in the New York Times, uh, mm. they they credited him as a janitor, but then they had to uh, correct Interesting. it. Interesting. Like That's years, kind of years, up. years later. That's super fucked up. Like so, just this image can't... out of the context is just fucking hilarious. You can't just call somebody who's a plumber a janitor. Like that's that's disrespectful. I mean, you just did. Like, well, no, like, that's because the right. That's because the script told me to. But I, I questioned. It's it, two different skill sets. Okay, you're like one notch away from being. I'm blessing out of Junior. Wait, what is it? Say Have you again? not seen Anchorman? Have no, you not seen Anchorman? Not, this not whole thing Anchorman. falls apart no. with that. Just keep going with the show. And watch I've Anchorman also. I, I saw the it... clip where all the celebrities show up and like Kanye West is there and a bunch of people. That, I think that was yeah. The I think that's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, go watch that. Some homework for you. Gotcha. Also, you, uh, to rewind a little bit, you said um, Super Mario Sunshine. What a game. Do, do you like Super Mario Sunshine a lot? Hell yeah, I like Super Mario Sunshine. Do you not? No. No, not really. Why? <laughs> We're anti-Mario Sunshine here. I. But here's the thing. I I, I talked about this all the time. because you got to swap the nozzles because the swapping the nozzles was bad i've never i never i didn't own a gamecube growing up because i was a ps2 kid and so i've only ever revisited gamecube games and some of them have been hits shout out to metroid prime some of them trying to revisit just don't work for me and that's super mario sunshine where i try to pick up mario sunshine over the years via emulators and latest through the 3d all-stars collection and i think it was the 3d all-stars collection that broke me where i was just like no i don't like this game i just can't i can't get behind it it just doesn't control right and control is the is the most important thing when it comes to a mario game like i gotta flood flood didn't do it for you no mario. i didn't I, I wasn't fucking with flood damn no. you're not fucking no. with the vision yeah i it's definitely like the weirdo mario game of the i here's the thing i love like the weird kids you know the the jack twos even though rip to jack two because that didn't that didn't work out very well for me but sunshine it it's got summer vibes and i like i don't know i like the mechanic of cleaning up like isle delfino is really fun there's definitely a lot of problems with that game i think it could use some more substantial tweaks to really make it what it could have been um so i i, I can get it but i think there's some really fun mm-hmm. Platform the platform sections without flood too. Uh, some of the hardest and best platforming I think in 3D Mario. Even this is now. what I'll say. I missed the person's name and I can't figure out how to scroll back on this thing. Uh, but somebody in chat said that uh, Sunshine is better than 64. I need you to ban yourself out of existence. <laughs> All right. Wasn't you Get also really like 64 though, right? Like. Wait, say that again. You don't like 64 though, right? No, 64 is literally one of my favorite games ever. Really? I yeah. thought you said it didn't. Was there a... no, no, I thought you it said my... it didn't age well. 64 was no, my that's first. Me. No. 
That's oh, me. Oh, it's you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would never say 64 didn't age well. I, I, think lo- that I have a lot of fond uh, memories of 64 playing as a kid. It's one of those, like, to me, it's similar to GoldenEye where I go back to it and it's just, it's weird. Not the way that he controls, but just, like, design to me. Yeah, yeah. But also Sunshine is a bad game. I, I enjoy Sunshine. I don't think it's better than 64, but it's fun. I mean, listen, we can all agree that Mario it's fun Odyssey to clean. is fantastic because it's a 10 out of 10 game. He's going back yes. to his roots of, like, fixing things, even though, again, it's really just community service. But Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, we're doing that Mario Day stream. That's going down tomorrow <laughs> over on twitch.tv slash twitch. I also want to shout out the fact that, you know, Twitch is doing this Mario Day stream. And yeah. they're like, hey, let's hit up Blessing, the number one Mario fan at Kind of Funny, not Tim Gettys. Blessing. I just want to put that out there because years ago now I, I challenged him to like a Mario off. Hey, let's do a Mario face off where we play a bunch of Mario games and do challenges and stuff. And he was like, he, he was scared. You know, he he didn't respond. He was like, no, I can't do this. You know, Blessing's, <laughs> Blessing will defeat me. Even though he claims yeah, to be a big like Mario him. fan. That's what he, that's, how, that's the exact quote. <laughs> he said, Blessing will defeat me was the exact quote. I'm just saying, Tim, step up, man. Step up. Otherwise, Twitch is going to keep hitting me up instead of you. You have to see it. You're about to take that cartridge from him, that Miyamoto cartridge. Watch out. God. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Honey, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have. Ooh, I, gotta count. I forgot to count. Five stories today. A Baker's Dozen. Starting, I was worried about Barrett for a second. Starting with our number one, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe may be getting five more characters in future DLC waves. This is Adele Anchors Range at IGN. The latest update for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has arrived, and it looks like five more characters will join the racer roster in future DLC waves. Wave 4 of the Booster Course Pass added eight new tracks to the game alongside Birdo as a playable racer. However, several Twitter users have pointed out that five empty slots are now on the character selection screen, indicating that more drivers will arrive in future DLC drops. Alongside Birdo and these mystery characters, the fourth wave introduced eight new tracks, including Singapore Speedway, Bangkok Rush, uh, Amsterdam Drift, Donkey Kong Summit, Riverside Park, Mario Kart Circuit, Waluigi Stadium, and one new brand new course, Yoshi's Island. Janet, as somebody who just mentioned that you play Mario Kart all the time, what have you have you gotten to check out the new wave uh, uh, for the DLC pass yet? No, I haven't. I'm just saving it for either a stream or maybe just with my family. We tend to, that's like our re-up moment. Um, Again, I don't play super regularly at this point, but I always come back for the new waves at some point um, in that kind of early rollout phase. So yeah, um, you know, excited to dip back in. I am still like, I'm not really famously bitter because I don't think I like, you know, went, went viral for my anger, but I do wish they roll things out like you know like where was this when like the switch launched you know like i feel like they kind of like missed the window and then came back in and i'm always happy to have more mario kart it is the best mario kart i think the it's not even close to an argument but i'm not sure if they're you know this idea of them having that extra like oh maybe more five more characters maybe more drops if this really is you know mario kart 8 ultimate deluxe forever you know that could be fine because again fantastic mario kart 8 um fantastic mario kart game but I'm just not really sure what the rest of that franchise looks like. And I think Nintendo is not very good at giving you those bigger picture plans or ideas or having that, you know, community connection. It's like they just kind of drop stuff and then leave. And it just feels like, oh, I mean, I'm glad I have this, but it's kind of like you dropped off my gift and then you didn't stay for the cake. 
And I'm like, I mean, I guess this mm. is still nice. Like we're still friends, but it just seems like something's missing a little bit in the in the whole wrap up. But uh, what about you? Have you been dipping back in? How often are you heading back into Mario Kart 8? I'm not dipping back in as much as I would like. You know, I, it's that thing where uh, there's always so many video games to play. And for as much as I like Mario Kart, I don't like it enough to stop what I'm doing to then play a new wave of courses. It's something that I would do if we did a stream or if we did some kind of like in the studio. Hey, let's bu let's bust out Mario Kart and play through the new wave. I'll definitely do that. Um, but no, I'm not gotten a chance to check this out. I do think that the idea of the five uh, blank spots in the character selection screen, very interesting. Very interesting, very weird, uh, and it comes back to what you're talking about in terms of, yeah, Nintendo doesn't really do a good job of giving you their grand plans for what their what, what their view of what Mario Kart 8's longevity is. And I think part of that is the fact that they're teeing this line between, hey, this was this is a you know deluxe version of this game that came out years and years and years ago, almost a decade ago on the Wii U ver versus, hey man, this is kind of a games as a service now. Like we are doing periodical um uh, updates to this thing where we're adding in new courses adding in now new characters and i feel like they're they're in a way kind of having their cake and eating it too where they can go no this is you guys have no expectations for this because we're not giving you we're not giving you the leeway to think that this is an ongoing game but we're going to treat it like it's an ongoing game we're going to add in the courses we're going to add in the characters and now we're in the place where we get to speculate on what the fuck is going on with these five blank spaces first of all can we all agree that these five spaces means that they're going to add the five new characters, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be yeah. this isn't just them not knowing how graphic design like, works, right? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> just, what do we do with this blank Just put some question marks in there. Put some smiley faces. I don't know. Ship it. Yeah, this has, I mean, it'd be really odd if they didn't end up releasing five characters. Because I feel like we, I, we I have pretty safe to assume that. This is the most blatant version of it, but we have fallen uh, f fallen for it from Nintendo where they have been like, hey, here's a themes folder. And like you go, go in, there's just, been, there's just been two themes throughout the whole Switch's existence. And then I always go back to Mario Maker uh, 2 where there was the like the other styles where they had like the, you know, you, you can play as um, Mario oh, yeah. 1 Mario, Mario mm -hmm. 3. And then they added in, I think, like 3D World as, the, as one of the other, or no, was it Mario 2? I think it might have been Mario 2 as the like other styles section and they have it as plural then they just, they just never added any more styles it was just the one and so I like from those I never know what to expect with Nintendo unless they officially come out and be like hey you are getting new characters or you're, you're getting more styles or whatever the thing is this though is blatant this though feels like a if you don't fill in these spots what the fuck are we doing uh it chat's been saying that at somewhere they said uh when they talked about Birdo that more characters would be coming in the future okay. as well so sweet all right cool so we have confirmation there thank god um so in that case who do we think these characters are going to be are these going to be mario <sighs> characters samus aran baby yeah that'd be good oh that'd be I great especially with that... uh metroid popping off lately yeah something i don't know offhand are, are are there characters that have been in mario karts previously that aren't in here now because i feel like that could be a potential source for answers that's a great but, question yeah. but other than that um honestly it's tough because I'm wondering how much from each IP are they really looking to have, you know, because I, I'm, I'm thinking of like Splatoon, for instance, because they only have two Splatoon characters and they're pretty like dated models, I think, for the franchise. Like very much those are like Splatoon one associations, maybe, maybe two. Again, I don't want to just totally misspeak because maybe those were part of the promotional for two. I don't remember. But either way, we're on three at this point. And I feel like having... I don't, I don't know if they'd want to do the idols because that does kind of date themselves, but I think Big Man is very popular and would be... The, the thought of Big Man riding, like, a tiny bicycle, I feel like, 
is too good. People in the chat saying maybe Petey Piranha could come back or something. Yeah, mm. I want a big a big doofus. You know, these are the <laughs> the deep cut weirdos. You know, Mario's already here. We got like Metal Mario or whoever the hell or like all the babies and all that. Also, mm. we don't need all these babies. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Like, there's so many of well, them. What I, what I want to point out is the the layout of the character select screen here because they kind of do have it divided into categories. Like that very bottom row are all third party characters, and I believe the one that I'm hiding with my screen bear. I assume that's like the me. Yeah, that's the, the me amiibo. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Not uh, just because I already see that you're wrong. Not third party as in like outside of Nintendo, but non Mario characters. Non Mario, yeah, you, yeah. Good call. Um, but yeah, like non all yeah all those on the bottom are like non Mario characters. So I wonder if it is. Hey, we have one of those, and then um, Mario Kart nerds being Barrett and Janet. Are the are the lines divided up into like category of racer? Oh, because like all the babies of. are on the third. Like all of Bowser's uh, kids are yeah in that like uh, second to last row there. But then yeah, the babies are grouped together. But then you've got Gold Mario and uh, Rose Gold Peach there. Uh, it, no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think yeah, they might just be randomly splattered. I don't know. And I'm also not too it's deep like into semi-organized, that. semi-organized, and then they g- gave up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we can't do and, this. And as far as, like, how how they drive, I've never looked at the, like, I'm not playing for pro-level stats. I'm playing for I'm Toad. Like, that's basically, oh, no, I'm, I'm Toadette. I always race as Toadette. Maybe sometimes I'll switch it up, or if we're like, oh, let's do a theme. Let's all be, like, the babies or something, or let's all be, like, whatever. Then I'll switch it up. But I'm pretty yeah. much always Toadette. Are Toadette's stats good? I don't know. And I don't care. I'm Toadette. I'm on the motorcycle. And, you know, I'm spinning around. Um, what about you, though? Who do, who do you want to see get lo- added in here? I mean, I think non-Mario characters would be my ask, even though I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to be the case. I think leading off with Birdo kind of sets the precedent of, hey, no, we're still looking inward for some of the characters. I, th- I think we'll get maybe one or two non-Mario characters. And if I had to guess who, I would say Kirby and probably samus maybe even captain falcon because we have the f-zero stage um in mario kart 8 deluxe and so i could see potential there my thing is i think if they wanted to get crazy with mario kart 9 which we'll talk about mario kart 9 in a second because there's a question about it i would think that you transition it into being almost like super smash brothers where it's smash kart like it is all of nintendo that's being included in this and not just even just the pure focus on mario anymore and you bust those those doors open if you do want to bust those doors open then i think you play a conservative for the dlc and who and who you include um my thing though is like looking at this list i don't know who else you include for mario like yeah birdo i think is a good one to in- include i think we mentioned uh piranha plant uh like probably pd piranha i think that'd be a dope one to include oh yeah, where's not pauline? Just the plant. is pauline not in here no, but no. oh, add Pauline. Honestly, okay, fucking put, 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 put Cappy in there. Like, okay. I want to see a hat drive a car. <laughs> How would you make that work? Would you, would you literally have? Would it be like a floating hat, or would well, would he Cappy has little be... hands? Like Does his he? hat. Oh I yeah, when he when he's in like things. when he's in his top hat form, yeah. it, like the bottom part of it, he's got like a little weird ghost body. They're thing. like little. They're like little nubs. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He's got some nubs. You know, yeah, he, can, Paul- he can he can whip the wheel. <laughs> he, he's he's riding dirty. The dinosaur think, from Mario Odyssey. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I think Pauline is. Oh, you got to put Pauline in there. Pauline is is great, and they I mean they put her in Mario in like some of the Mario sports games. I believe Mario. Tennis yeah, I think tennis or something. Yeah. And then I know the New Donk City stage was in Mario Golf as well. 
Um, and so, yeah, I think they want to represent Pauline. I'll add Pauline. I think Diddy Kong for another Kong would be great. Somebody in chat keeps saying Funky Kong, and I think Funky Kong would be fun, especially Funny coming Kong off of the Mario, Mario movie. You know, like, they have the, the Mario Kart scene in there where they're riding on Rainbow Road, and it looks like one of those people is Funky Kong. So I think you can build synergy there by adding in Funky Kong as a character and then maybe add a new Funky Mode. That last part's a joke, but yeah, I, I, I think that'd be a slam dunk. What about you? Is there, yeah. are there any more characters that come to mind? Other than Big Man, because, or in the, and Cappy, because it's dumb. Like, I, yeah, let's see, who, let's see who do I actually like that I'd want to see in here that isn't there. People in chat mentioned Toon Link, and I do love, love a Toon Link. But I don't know if they're going to do, I mean, they do have the, they're always like, well, again, they're always selling the same stuff, because like the franchises are so long running. So I don't necessarily think um, Tears of the Kingdom is why they'll add like more Link content. I don't know how much they want to double up on characters either. Like they already mm -hmm. have a lot of that for the base Mario characters. Somebody um, in chat mentioned Kamek. Like, oh weird, God, like... who wants to be Kamek? You know, like, I, I mean, you, you know what you need a couple characters? You, get, you need a couple characters in there that are red flag characters. Like whoever's picking that person, you know, mental no. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. we don't trust that I hate Kamek. Wow, I didn't know there was Kamek hate out there like that. Yeah, I mean, he's a bad guy. Why would I like him? Like, what's I mean, good about him? There's plenty of bad and guys that we his, like. I like Bowser. And his, levels, and his levels are like a pain. Like, his little wand okay, and fair. like all this stuff goes in different directions. That is fair. That yeah, is he is, fair. He like, makes everyone shit, big you know? in Yoshi's Island. Yeah, this guy, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> I'll go on record right now. I'm not going to fucking be a chemical apologist, okay? This dude's <laughs> now, trash. I want to bring in this question from Jordan D, who writes in thekindofunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, Good morning, Blessing and Janet. The newest Mario Kart 8 uh, DLC seems to, have a, seems to have slots for five more potential characters to be added to the roster. With this, and knowing we, knowing we have more DLC packs still out, do you think there's even a need for a potential Mario Kart 9? Looking at games like Destiny 2 or Dota, uh, is there a point where games don't really need sequels and can just exist? Mario Kart is the perfect party game. Gamers and non-gamers all love it and know how to play it. And the mechanics are all solid except for maybe 200cc courses. How much more can Nintendo really add or innovate to uh, or innovate at this point? We'd love to hear, hear you guys' thoughts on this. Jordan. Very interesting question. Uh, I don't know. It's tough because... Nintendo's never really done the ongoing support thing. I know this is kind of them doing it, but I don't know if I... I'm kind of good with whatever they do, as long as I get more Mario Kart content. Like, either way, does it really matter if it's in more 8 via boosting up the... What's the, word, the value of the Nintendo Online subscription or whether it's a new game? I will say the pro of a new game is genuinely there is iteration and thematic change between the Mario Karts. Like, they all have their own identity. It's more than just evolving the mechanics or maybe putting it in a different environment like they have their own mechanical shtick um with this one being the kind of zero gravity is sort of oh what's different or, or weird about this one um but yeah it's kind of a it's just a unique position like the reason i you know bring it back to like what i mentioned earlier where i was a bit annoyed seeing the oh and we have new stuff it's not because i like hate getting the new stuff or because i don't want to pay for the new stuff it's just that they had it's that they had a plan and they just switched it up which like we've seen many companies do where we had like eight deluxe and they're like hey we know you bought it before but can you buy it again and it'll have the dlc like so i bought the game on wii u i bought the dlc for the game on wii u then i bought the game that came with the dlc on switch and now i'm buying more dlc for the thing that said it had all the dlc and that's why i'm like that's good you know Dude, wait know. until wait until mario kart 8 deluxe deluxe for the next that's a, that's a thing you know super, super <laughs> duper deluxe, just right? add more dlc to you 10 years later so you know it, it is what it is we're here now i'm like okay i'm here 
I hope you have a vision and I'd love for you to share that vision with us. I do think though, do we need a Mark Hart 9? Not, not necessarily, but I would like one and I would like a clean start with like an, a, a true ongoing support plan from the jump would be my dream for a nine where eight is sort of maybe a testing ground for what is the interest level or like player retention. Again, I don't know what their goals are from a business perspective with this game and this franchise, but if I think in my dream world, Mark Hart eights support is more of a proof of concept and that nine is like, this is the ultimate Mario Kart. And maybe they add in something, I don't know, mechanically that will kind of warrant the fact that it would be an additional one, but that's like, boom, this is it. This is our ongoing game. We're here just indefinitely. I think that would make, that would be the best of kind of both. But what about you? Are you just want more eight? Do you want nine? I mean, I think the way they're treating it right now is pretty fine. Um, to Jordan's question of uh, how much more can Nintendo really add or innovate to this point, Nintendo, for as weird and different and sometimes technologically behind, right? They are. Um, they're also very creative, and they're also like they're they're a lot of times geniuses when it comes to hey, what is a mechanic or feature or system that we can add to a game? to give it fresh new life to make it an entirely different thing right like you mentioned the changes that we get from mario kart to mario kart in terms of zero gravity oh now we're adding like we're adding the cars to fly now you know you're floating through air um you know double dash added the, the the team mechanic to it right like i think whatever mario kart 9 ends up being will be something that is that will be marketed with a oh and here's the x factor right they're gonna add it add in a new x factor because they always find that new thing to add, to, to add in there to make it worth it uh, oh i love the image bear <laughs> um, yeah, they fly now they fly now <laughs> that said i think right now mario kart 8 deluxe i think nintendo's goal with it is to get as much juice out of it for the switch era as they can i think i don't i i, I think they're they're playing the the waiting game and like waiting on whatever the big predecessor or big successor to the switch is to then release mario kart 9 so that they can plant that flag and be like cool now we are we're releasing this version of mario kart that we know is going to be the best-selling game on the platform and we're going to update this thing throughout the whole existence of the platform that way you kind of have that ushering in right that transition point to where you pick up a new switch 2 or whatever it is and then you pick up mario kart and you ride with that throughout the rest of the generation I think too something I'd like to see from Nine is a proper campaign, um, which oh, I have not played every single Mario Kart game, but I have played this one a lot across the two platforms, and there's not really a lot in in that lane. Um, like I, I would just play to unlock the stuff, and then when with Eight Deluxe, like it was unlocked automatically. So then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just keep getting new wheels. Let me, let me still tell you somehow. about this game called Diddy Kong Racing. Crash that Team Racing. You will love. Well, I, mean, Diddy Kong I, I loved it at the time, campaign. and then I grew up, blessing. And I realized <laughs> it was really that. slow God, as fuck. Don't say that. Have you played Fucking it God, in the modern that. era? Yes, I played it, it like literally like a month ago on my It's like driving big, through mud. Machine called the it's Steam awful. Deck. It feels terrible. <laughs> they must have, they, you must have played a different version than the one I played, because it, it feels awful. Well, like, I the also design, just played... The level design's great. The mechanic shtick of like you got the little inflaty, and then you got the plane, that's awesome. The feeling, terrible. It's that thing where I played so much of it growing up that I can't I like I can't separate myself from how how good it felt back in the day, right? Like I pick up Diddy Kong Racing and it feels as good as day one. 
because like i don't know how to i i can't let that game age in my brain but i totally feel what you're saying right if like you pick up this game for the first time in 2023 these game these turns <laughs> these wide oh, these turns, turns are great no you got this Diddy looks Kong awful in a plane you can't oh, see look at anything that dinosaur, though. In I, a dinosaur. Dinosaur. I think this looks uh, fantastic if they did a remake i would totally be down for that because i i think all the core stuff's there i just don't think it feels that good and in its defense i'm not playing a lot of old going back to a lot of old kart racers because they hurt my eyes frankly like those old mario kart games are painful to play because the ground is like fake 3d and stuff you know i think is like when you say when you have you gone back to mario kart 64 like how no, would you i, never, I would this? never i would never yeah like it, that's my so, thing is of the era than, like diddy kong I, racing fucking fantastic i still think 64 does feel better and i guess i have gone back not too too long ago but i don't generally because there's no need to but wow yeah, I can't believe it. Sorry, um, but yeah, no, I, I would think that right now they're in the they're in the phase of prom, um, uh, promoting and updating Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as much as they can for the Switch era, and then next um, next Switch or next Nintendo console, we get Mario Kart Nine, where you can fly even higher, also, <laughs> and really you can quick, go underwater now. In the chat, that there was a remake of Diddy Kong Racing on the DS. There was a version, yeah, of Diddy Kong Racing on the DS. Was it a remake or like a sequel? I think there was. was I don't know, but I missed that. Racing? It was a whole. Always thing. a reason kind to go back fun- to the DS. So kindoffunny.com/slash. You're wrong. Wait, is that tiny? I'm seeing the two screens. Yep. So also, I know that usually the bottom screen was only used for like the map in like. 80 90 percent of games but frankly having the map on the a second screen it was is dope kind of it was elite. dope yeah it's goaded like, shout what? out to the like, ds era man and even like the wii u oh, had that, that aspect that too where you could just again the gamepad i'm really just looking at the map but like sometimes what you need is just that second screen you know anyway <laughs> anyway story number two epic game store launches self-publishing tools for developers this is taylor lyles at ign after a long beta testing period, Epic Games announced today that it was rolling out new self-publishing tools that will allow game developers and publishers to release their games on its PC digital storefront. In a new press release, Epic Games confirmed that there are some guidelines developers and publishers must follow to utilize these tools. Some noteworthy requirements include that games offer PC crossplay support across all PC stores for multiplayer titles and include age ratings for regional distribution. One of the more interesting requirements notes that games that launch on other PC platforms like Steam that include support for achievements must also enable Epic Game Store achievements. Epic Games notes this, quote, helps standardize the player experience regardless of where the game was purchased, end quote. One incentive for developers to sell their game through the Epic Game Store, uh, Epic Games storefront is the revenue share, in which Epic takes a 12% commission on game sales while developers slash publishers keep 88%. Developers can also choose to use their own payment solution or that of a third party in order to keep 100% of the revenue generated from in-app purchases. Like its competitor Steam, the Epic Games Store submission fee per game is $100. Cool. Love seeing uh, tools given to developers to be able to publish games more easy. I think that's the big thing from this. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think also it's kind of interesting seeing this, in, I wouldn't say in the midst, but I think generally um and sometimes for good reason again i'm not as well versed on um the different storefronts and what those platforms may offer that others don't like steam versus egs or whatever but i think generally there has been a lot of um resistance among especially like players on like the epic game store like whenever you see like there was like definitely a window of time where if a game was epic game store exclusive like everyone was kind of pissed about it so um in addition to just being a cool option for developers i think it helps kind of 
create, I guess, a better association with EGS than is currently had or that I think they're kind of working against in some ways just because there has been a lot of, I think, pushback within the PC community in terms of like needing to go to like EGS and what EGS might offer. So, mm-hmm. you know, good things are, you know, good to have. Now, Janet. We got some breaking news, all right? This comes directly from Jason Schreier uh, at Bloomberg. Uh, He tweets out, news, Warner Brothers and Rocksteady have delayed Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League once again from May to later this year, according to a a person familiar. A showcase of the game during a PlayStation stream last month was poorly received by fans. Absolutely wild. (laughs) I fucking knew I should have counterpicked this game, y'all. If I lose Holy this, cow. it's on y'all's head. I'm never trusting you guys again. I totally because this might this might even come out. So that would have been a great counterpick. Damn. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Holy this cow. is surprising to hear. Um, my thing with the delay in ter- if it is in terms of like if it is a direct response to the reception, is I wonder what really they're gonna get done in in a fairly short amount of time. Um that's the thing because i don't know how much that's going to move the needle obviously like time in general for you know getting a game out the door can move the needle in terms of you know whether it's polishing up stuff bug fixes changing things like we've seen plenty of games get delayed um that are already like pretty much well into development that maybe just need an additional pass for whatever reason but i don't know that this will make a bit like if if this is trying to change reactions i don't know if this will do that necessarily uh but what's your read on this yeah it's super wild because i 100 agree with you right like what is a delay into later of later into the year going to do for suicide squad killed justice league because when you think about what the fan outrage was about right the fan response was about when it came to the showcase it was mainly about what the core like what the integral elements of the game are right it's more so hey this is a games as a service that like you know has me playing as these different characters that are basically just fucking like flying all over the place like jumping in the air flying real high shooting the weak spots that are like these big purple um glowing orbs on the enemies and you know there's like people to take issue with the battle pass with the gear system right like it's not necessarily hey the game looks bad necessarily right it's not like oh man this game looks like it runs it wasn't like a halo infinite thing when halo when you if you remember um yeah when, like yeah. halo infinite had its campaign review and everybody's like oh man this kind of looks not beautiful <laughs> like this kind of looks a bit ugly like what's going on here it's like no it's a lot of the responses about what the game is uh and that's not something you can fix in let's say six months or so and it makes me it makes me wonder if this is going to be one of those indefinite <laughs> delay situations where yeah. like it gets delayed and then like it gets delayed again and we just don't hear about it and then a year and a half from now we're like yo what where is suicide squad i hope it doesn't end up that i think honestly at this point just put the game out is where i'm at right the fix the things you can fix of course i think there are probably things here and there in terms of polish and things that they can maybe get better but yeah i don't know if you can fix from the ground up the things that people really take issue with with suicide squad yeah it it also depends like you know we don't have we're not privy to some of those more internal conversations like it could it could very well be that this was already sort of on the table internally and this sort of pushed it over the edge where it's like look people also aren't really feeling like we can't maybe they had other issues like that they discussed internally already that they wanted more time to work on and this was maybe an additional incentive to do that where it's like hey i'm not sure about x y or z people are already are not super hot on this. We need more time to, you know, 
fix these other aspects that aren't necessarily related to people's reactions, but kind of, I don't know if that makes sense. Like they're kind of compounded potentially. So that could be a mm -hmm. thing. Um, it could also be aspects of maybe some, you know, another like angle on the reaction could be, and again, it's still speculative. Okay, well, we need people to understand what this game has to offer. Maybe they want to create like a certain, you know, redo how they're doing like their preview build. If they're doing like hands-on previews, maybe they want to change like some aspects of the marketing. So mm -hmm. it could just be also addressing how what people's current perception is and how they can like adjust that in the lead up but which also requires them to like maybe do some things on the development side um it could it could also be maybe they are gonna change how they're doing the progression i doubt that because that seems like a meaty overhaul um but especially with the battle pass where it has like a longevity aspect to it maybe they're just gonna restructure how they're doing that i'm not really sure um but yeah definitely does not Again, I don't think a delay automatically means, oh, this game is going to be bad. Um, you know, people in the chat with a, a, a good a delayed games, good forever, quote LeBron James, you know, whatever nonsense mashup you want to make for that. Shout old out quote. LeBron James for that. Yeah, quote, man. man. Um, yeah. PlayStation Playmaker or some shit. I forgot what it was, but, you know. Um, but I think combined with the fact that mm, this doesn't seem so hot, the delay kind of in this context and with like Jason's contextualization feels like maybe there's not confidence in what they have even from their part, you know, where it's like now there's there's hesitancy there. So now it's like double hesitancy for me as like the consumer or maybe I'm not hot on it. Then you're like, oh, wait, you're not hot on it. Well, give me a second. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if this is how this is going to end up shaking out again. At the end of the day, we got to see, you know, what is the game actually like you? You and I have both done previews where we've felt one way about the game, gotten the build, felt a different way. So there's so mm -hmm. many factors that go into this not ready to say one way or the other yet but yeah it's not looking good yeah it i i go back to our live reaction to the showcase where me and andy i think kept comparing it to outriders um just yeah. from like what the gameplay mm -hmm. looked like and the gameplay reminded reminded us of and from that aspect we enjoyed outriders we had a fun yeah. time with outriders what an we were era we're what an era and we we're saying in the same respect yeah suicide squad looks like a game that I'll play, Andy will play, people will play and be like, all right, cool. That was a fun time. And like, doesn't really stick with us in the way that you expect a rock steady Arkham Universe game to stick with you, right? When you think of uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, those games, right? Or any any big AAA project that you want to want to hit, honestly, right? Like Suicide Squad didn't strike us as that. Suicide Squad struck, uh, struck us as, oh man, this would be a fun couple of streams. I don't know if I'm going to come back for the new characters and updates and all the stuff they talked about adding in over time. With that said, though, one of the things that worked in Outriders' favor was the fact that Outriders came out in this empty time. Yeah. There wasn't much competing with it directly. Suicide Squad was coming out in May, uh, toward the end of May. So May 26th is when Outriders is coming out. Earlier that month, just a few weeks before that, you had Redfall uh coming through right um in that month as well may 12th you have legend of zelda tears of the kingdom um the, like weeks after you have street fighter 6 you have um diablo 4 you have final fantasy 16 right now the second half of the year isn't as populated <laughs> as even what may looks like uh may slash june looks like for this year so i can also see the thing of looking at the responses seeing that people aren't super hot on it super hot uh and going we might be able to give our game more of a chance if we give it a bit more space to breathe. Like, let's put it out in the second yeah, half of the year and hopefully maybe hit what if, you know, 
November looks a bit more freer, right? What if a in October looks a bit more freer? I think that'll be a, a waiting game to see when Spider-Man and other games hit. But I could see it being a let's get out, let's get out, get out the way of the noise and see if maybe if we free ourselves up to time, people will flock to our game. It's so stressful too because it's like, are you leaving the noise just to enter into more noise? You know, there's so many like unknown release dates or even like release windows for some of these titles that we of expect course. to drop in the year. Um, I think too with the Outriders comparison. At least for me, because um, I also played Outriders, I went into Outriders like this is the only big game out this week. You know, again, you know, I'm always hitting up like pretty much every like weekly release, like whatever the top like one to maybe max three games are. I tried to dip in at least a little bit. Did the same with Outriders and didn't have any expectation or necessarily hope for Outriders. I kind of knew what it was about and I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's jump jump in. I think a lot of people had that attitude. And then it was like, oh, these abilities are pretty cool. It was, it was a good time yeah. and then you know um while this one had so much more um expectation kind of like you mentioned with the studio the history and sort of too like there's so much pressure in terms of the back and forth debate that has slowly formed the longer the marketing lead up for this game has gone where like from the jump i'm like i don't know about this y'all and y'all are like oh no it's rock and again it could still be true we don't know yet and then it's like stuff kind of started to shift. There was like the leaks. And then with the gameplay, definitely I know people that have watched it and they're like, no, I'm down for this. You know, crackdown vibes like in a good way or, you know, that also could be a bad way depending on who you are. Some people saw this and were more into it. Other people were like, no, this confirmed my yeah. fears. So it's already starting to become such a such a like hot game in terms of, I think, discourse, analysis, so many different angles. Like, it, there's so much attention. There's yeah. so much pressure mounted I, onto it. So rough. I, I think even with those split, um, those split reception to it, not, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't see one person that was like, banger this looks like a banger <laughs> like this looks like game of the year game of the year contender like level like this is going to blow my socks off i didn't see anybody anybody on kind of funny on the comments if you're wrong i didn't see anybody on that level for it right and i i i think for wb and for rocksteady that's probably cost to go let's go back to the drawing board you there's only so much you can do on a gameplay and a design level for a game that that, that is this far along but you mentioned earlier marketing and i do think that yeah maybe on the marketing level there's something you can do right maybe you got to recontextualize how you present this game to an audience because the way they presented it during that playstation showcase and the way i'd say they presented it up until now just hasn't been great right both from the fact that you had the battle pass leak and none of us eh, most of us up to this point didn't really think it was going to be a battle pass style game right like this ongoing games as a service style thing like what could you have done better before to make that more apparent or ease people into the idea of, uh, of that what can you do between now and later in the year to sell people on the fact that hey no we believe in this thing we think it's good we um like this is why a post-launch plan is going to work for this thing and also you know they talked about speaking of post-launch they talked about adding in content over time maybe this is maybe it's the idea of what if we can work more on that content and then have the game come out in fall and like have it be a rapid succession of all right now here's this 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 and this and really right blow people away with the post-launch content by having it ready by the time the game come uh by the game by the time the game comes out maybe there's something there they're trying to do as well but who knows this is fucking wild news <laughs> i i like i wasn't expecting to hit, get this is breaking news but again absolutely wild we'll have to wait and see what happens with suicide squad kill the justice league Right now, let me tell you about what happens over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over there, we got exclusive content. We got kind of feudy. We got the next gen podcast. And we also have our shows ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. 
Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now. Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones and then you just watch the prices drop we here at kind of funny have been using honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save that's the best part honey doesn't just work on desktops it works on your phone too you just activate it on safari on your phone you save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And we're back with story number three. Jim Ryan wants just one thing, and it's disgusting. This is Allie Jones at Games Radar. That's not the that's not their headline, that's my headline, but you're about to find out why. Uh, an Activision exec claims that Sony Chief Jim Ryan said he had no interest in an improved deal over Call of Duty and was simply focused on blocking the Xbox Activision deal. In a tweet yesterday, Activision Chief Communication Officer Lulu Chang Messervy posed a rhetorical question, quote, We've offered Sony guaranteed long-term access to Call of Duty, but they keep refusing. Why? End quote. According to Messervy, the answer to that question was provided on February 21st when Microsoft and Sony's executives met in Brussels from, from the famous Brussels sprouts, uh, reportedly in an attempt to hammer out the details of the deal. Who would have thought? Uh, on that, Jana, did you know Brussels sprouts is spelled with an S at the end of Brussels? <laughs> um I, no <laughs> i learned this yesterday yeah i was i thought brussel was singular it turns out it's good to keep was, learning you know yeah you gotta keep learning uh back to the article learning. uh on that day mark stock confirmed it's deal to bring call of duty to nintendo switch and announced an additional uh similar agreement with nvidia geforce now but it seems they didn't make much headway with sony mess claims that ryan told xbox and activision that quote 
I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just want to block your merger. <laughs> End quote. Wow. I mean, wow. it's honest. I mean, fair <laughs> play. Yeah, it's honest and it's straightforward. You know, play, player hater of the year. Why not? And again, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's business and businesses many things, including kind of petty. Uh, you know, it's just that, yeah, that this is like a very honest messaging. It's like, no, I don't want that. I just want you to not have this. That's it. Just to be clear, <laughs> like that is what this is all about uh, and what it will continue to be about for some time. So, yeah, I'm excited for this to be this saga to be concluded, I think. Yeah, I feel like we're getting I, I, it's wild that we're getting more and more like heated moments from the, the saga. Because yesterday there was the big story that Microsoft confirmed that PS Plus could um, uh, well, they would be down for quality to launch day and day on PS Plus, right? To keep parity with Xbox Game Pass and what they do with Call of Duty. Uh, and this feels like the, the follow up to that, right? Of, hey, we don't. Like, we're not here to discuss. We're not here to talk. We're not here to argue back and forth. I got one mission and one mission only. Yeah. And it's to make sure that you don't buy Activision. Um, it's, it, it, I was I was in the in the slacks uh, this morning being like, yo, they got to make a movie out of this. I got to see this ad- adapted. Again, this gives like me, I slacks you, Matt Damon is Jim Ryan. Come this, on. This gives me, like, social network vibes of, like, <laughs> of uh, Andrew Garfield yelling. <laughs> right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you say, you say, you say, Matt Damon. Give me, um, give me, Adam Driver. Give me angry Adam Driver as, as Jim. Jim Ryan. Well, I'm just thinking about <laughs> Every the day look. I wake think up about and I wish old. You would die. Think about like old, like older Matt Damon playing Jim Ryan. Like I think that's fucking perfect, man. I think he would nail. Uh, he would nail it from the from the look. I just want. I just want Adam Driver to channel his anger. I just need this quote in angry Adam Driver voice. You gotta stop you know? thinking about Marriage Story. Oh, it was such an entertaining. It's movie. hard to. Right when he punches the wall, <laughs> when he turns around, he fucking punches the wall. What a movie! Honestly, that movie's really good. I know people meme the hell out of that scene, but it is generally. A really I good love Mary's story so much. Story number four: A Resident Evil Four remake demo is seemingly coming today. This is Chris Golian at VGC. The previously announced demo of the Resident Evil 4 remake is likely to arrive today, according to a new ad for the game. Twitch users have been reporting that an ad for the game was uh, or has been occasionally appearing, which ends with the words, quote, demo available now. It appears that the ad has been made active too early because Capcom is set to air a digital presentation of its upcoming games later today. It's all but certain then that during the presentation, the publisher will announce that the Resident Evil 4 remake demo will be available as soon as the presentation ends. Jana, what are your hype levels for Resident Evil 4 remake? I'm pretty excited because this is one of, if not, according to some people, like one of, like the most critically acclaimed game in the franchise. Um, like a lot of people rank this as their favorite. Um, and I never played it. I only played a little bit of it probably back in the day. And then I got it again on Switch and started it there. But then I kind of stopped in part because there were already rumors about RE4 Remake, um, like, you know, being a thing. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll just table this until then. Uh, and the time's almost here. So I'm excited about it. I enjoyed what I played of it so far. Again, I was pretty early. I was like still in that initial like town area shooting the medallions and stuff. Um, and this is according to a lot of people kind of that nice hybrid between action and more not that horror can't have action but you know like more um it's like it's like not too yeah like more survival horror like it's like right on the edge in a really fun way according to you know people that have played it so definitely excited for this i'm not a hundred percent sure that i'm gonna dip into this demo historically i actually do a lot of the resident evil demos like i did the village demo and had a lot of fun with that 
I just don't know if I'm like, do I want to wait until long? I, I, I'll probably end up playing it. Yeah. I think there's a pretty good chance I end up dipping into this. But uh, what about you? Are you looking forward to RE4? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. After playing RE2 Remake and getting into RE7 and RE8 and playing playing RE3 as well, like I, I'm fully into R, into Resident Evil in a way that I never was before Resident Evil 2 Remake. Like now, I'm just in, and so I've been lo- very much looking forward to the idea in now the official uh, version of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Like it's something that I've wanted for a while because I've wanted, like you, I've like only dipped into Resident Evil 4 and I bounced off like multiple, multiple, multiple times. Um, and I've been looking forward to a version that feels like a modern ps5 game like give me all the accoutrements of like fidelity and performance and let me move while i shoot like give me everything that (laughs) that that modernizes it and let me just you know get lost in it so yeah i've been looking forward to it i am regarding demos i think i'm I'm becoming more and more of a non-demo person every now and then i like a good demo i played the wolong fallen dynasty demo and that's what sold me on that game um but i just don't feel like replaying uh yeah that's my main thing is i don't want to play something to then play it again that's why even though i always appreciate previews right and previews are so valuable for this job i sometimes i go into a preview being like oh man all right i'm gonna play i'm I'm gonna play three hours of this game (laughs) meaning i'm gonna have to replay the three hours ah dang all right i guess like you know i i love it when demos let you carry over your your progress into the full game like for me that's the ideal way to to go about it um and so yeah i'm not i'm not gonna do this demo but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the full game. Story number five, final news story. It's official. Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan is hitting Fortnite next season. Uh, this morning, Fortnite, uh, the Fortnite Twitter account tweeted out, there's more to explore beyond the walls with an image, well, with the hashtag Fortnite Mega, and then the image of this cool-looking, like, uh, lit-up city with neon lights in the background, and then Aaron Yeager uh, looking toward it with his cool Attack on Titan gear there um janet you're my you're you're a Fortnite person I, have yeah. you been keeping up with the mega business no i don't really dig into a lot of the lore aspect of it i just know the new seasons uh dropping on friday and what's today is, today is thursday right today's the last yep. hurrah with my squad of before this the new season hits uh which is the same stuff we're just gonna keep playing but now it's now it'll be a new season um this is a cool uh collab slash crossover right like you know Fortnite's very famous for having cool stuff like this i feel like i gotta go back to like on min max we did our predictions and i think i did mention attack on titan as a potential one or maybe kyle hollier did i don't know but i think this is a really smart inclusion um we'll see what other like attack on titan characters are also i'm like lapsed on attack on titan so i don't know if i'm gonna pick up any of these skins and i just dropped hella coin on aloy because they brought my girl Aloy back into the shop oh. and I never had her. And I was like, oh, I already used my, like I have the crew and I'm like, oh, I already used my like V bucks. So I'm like, oh, I gotta buy more. I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing because I dropped like so much money when Dragon Ball Z came out or the Dragon Ball characters came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll dip into like this IP specifically since I only watched like, I think the first two seasons, I kind of got like bored of how like into the weeds political things got. That's right, it's an anime I watched. Uh, every now and then it happens. So I haven't, I don't know if I like care enough. I'm just waiting for my dream collab, which is Sailor Moon. So fingers oh, crossed. Oh, that'd be sick as hell to get Sailor like, Moon in Fortnite. I'd get everything. You could get everything. That'd be it'd awesome. Be so I never thought about that. Holy cow. I, it's got to happen, right? And I feel like. That'd be so smart. Yeah. I feel like it's going to happen. You know? I mean, they're going through know. all the different anime. Like, we got Dragon Ball in there. There's Naruto in there. We got Attack on Titan now. Eventually, you're going to hit Sailor Moon. They got and then once they hit Hero, Sailor Moon. Right? Yeah, My Hero's yeah, in there. They got My Hero. Yeah, that fucking Deku item. That... Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I need them to get to Sailor Moon. Because the more we start to get through all these <laughs> anime, the closer and closer we get to Yu Yu Hakusho. 
All right, let me play as my boy Kuwabara <laughs> in, in Fortnite. Let me play which as one Yusuke is the more? Uromeshi. Which one is like the more currently running show? Is it Yu Yu or uh, Hunter Hunter uh, Hunter Hunter? Like Hunter I, Hunter is I, it? I could see Hunter Hunter uh, coming sometime soon. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like Chainsaw Man uh, at some point. Yeah, just because I think of that, how that popular Chainsaw Man was. Um, but I, I I don't know how you like figure out his hitbox with his fucking chainsaw like popping out of his face. That'll be interesting. It's just a sacrifice you got to make. You get the chainsaw man, you got to have the, the bigger hitbox. Because <laughs> even like with some of the skins that I have, like I'm, you know, I have like one of the Peely skins and like his head sticks, it clips out of the car when he's in the car. And it's like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like you live with it. Like it, it'll be all right. Um, yeah. So how far do you, did you get Fortnite the anymore at this point? Uh, I, get, I think I'm yeah. like season, I think I might be season three. Because I, I went through definitely the first season. And then I think season two was where they got like really into the political weeds like and it just got really boring for me during that part and i'm like i can't keep doing yeah. this so then i just dropped off but i've thought about going back because i think there is some cool stuff also too like the mystery of like and i'm not gonna spoil don't it spoil, like, okay don't because I, 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 I don't know the answer to the mystery but just the way they set up like with season one and stuff there's like oh the, there's there's a box in the basement but we can't open it i break through that shit like it's not i don't understand why we still have not gotten this fucking taken care of um but yeah, so season seasons two's boredom is the thing that like got me. Mm. Uh, people in chat saying, yeah, two week of season three and four are insane. Oh, don't say Maybe that because I need to watch seasons because I I watched season one. I've watched the first episode. Of season, season one's two, awesome. Except I like, actually hate Aaron. He's like really annoying because he's oh, like yeah, no, a little because like, like now uh, Mikasa Stan. You know, oh my god, She's most, great. most shonen protagonists aren't the annoying character. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He could be worse, I guess. It was really cool with you know I don't know light sports for one episode when he got his shit to work and it was broken. That that was a goaded moment. I'm not gonna front. That was really season cool. season one was a fantastic season of, of, of television. I made the, the mistake of watching it with a friend. I, I I watched season one with a friend and like we loved it so much. And I was like, all right, we doing season two. We just never like it was yummy. We started watching Jane the Virgin afterwards and never got back to Attack on Titan. Uh, I fell off Jane the Virgin two. as well. I got a lot of things to go back Dude, to. Dude, honestly, I didn't, I also I also fell off of Jane the Virgin. I watched all of season one though. End of season one new... of Jane the Virgin is fucking great okay the new never have i ever are you caught up on that because yeah. i haven't gone back yet yeah, yeah you are caught up it's great why it's... didn't you tell me that you caught up i thought we talked well we probably talked about the previous season because they released yeah. i feel like they released the season pretty quickly but uh no this season better than the last season because okay, i think the I don't previous know I season they didn't it, like you know yeah um no davy was anyway. kind of annoying in a, a season ago but it made, it made it better uh janet yeah, it's gonna be awesome i'm excited <laughs> i can't wait to see when they add never have i ever characters into the fortnite but that is so far away if i want to was coming out to mom and grab shops today where would i look the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, we got Clash Artifacts of Chaos for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Ib or Ivy for Switch, uh, No by Heart for Switch, Mo Monster Energy Supercross 6 uh, for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Oni, Road to be the Mightiest Oni <laughs> for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. Why'd they put Oni in there twice? Uh, I don't Session know. I'm looking forward to it sim. though. <laughs> oh, is that one that you're looking forward to? Yeah, it seems cool. I don't know if it is. I haven't seen if there's reviews out for it or anything yet. But... It's, not, it's not related to Oni for PS2, the launch window game. That was developed by Bungie and Rockstar, right? I don't think the so. The anime game. 
I like that game a lot. Um, we got Session Skate Sim for Switch. Do Not Feed the Monkeys, $20.99 for PC. Figment 2, Creed Valley for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. A Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 4 for Switch. The Last Spell for PC, PS4, PS5, Switch. Uh, Transport Fever 2 for con- uh, or Console Edition for PS4, PS5, uh, and Xbox. And then Peaky Blinders, The King's Ransom for MetaQuest. There you go. Uh, new date for you. GTA Online Los Santos Drug Wars The Last Dose is launching March 16th. And then deal of the day for you. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Gladius Relics of War will be free to claim from the Epic Game Store from March 16th to the 23rd. And then Rune Factory 3 special launches uh, September 5th for Switch and PC. That is a new date for you. I think uh, Greg Miller might have copied and pasted that to the wrong, to the wrong thing. And then let's see. Hold on. There's a Warrior 64 link in here. Let's see what that is. Oh, there's a Capcom sale going on on the US eShop. There you go. Nice. You can get Monster Hunter Generations for $3. Goddamn. That's a 92% discount. The interesting thing, though, is uh, that Wario uh, pointed out here that, uh, and it's the reason why I put this in here, plus it's probably the final 3DS fire sale and probably Wii U uh, eShop before they're shut down. Oh, so, yeah. That's yeah. a good call. Yeah, if you want to get some some deals on some games you might never be, you're not going to be able to get ever again, hop on the, the 3DS. Uh, now it's time. For kindafunny.com slash you're wrong. Are you right in? Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, oh, okay. Radic here. Of course, the homie Radic from CD Projekt uh, says Mario was rather a landlord than a janitor. Here's an excerpt from a CNBC article from 2018. When Nintendo released Donkey Kong in the United States, the company's American executives felt that Jumpman needed a better name. Workers at Nintendo's Washington warehouse had started calling the character Mario or Mario uh, because he resembled the pro- the property's landlord, a man named Mario Segal. According to the book Game Over, press start to continue. Uh, Miyamoto heard about the nickname and liked it, so he stuck it or stuck with it. Yes. So, uh, so we don't fuck with Mario now. Is that is that what we're saying? <laughs> I mean, uh, the Mar- Mario, the character. Oh, well, he's I guess he's named after a landlord, so technically he's not a landlord. Okay. Okay. So we still we still fuck with Mario, All right. but he's on he's on thin ice. He's on thin ice. The second I find out that he's you know a landlord somewhere, making profits oh. off of just like people trying to live somewhere, I ain't fucking with him. He can handle himself on thin ice though. It's like a lot of the levels. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really true. good point. Uh, Mario Maker Two had one additional style, 3D World style, as it was not compatible with the other styles. Uh, Mario Two style was a power up you could add to your level. It was not an additional style. Very good. You're wrong. As I was saying, and I was like, there's something off here, but I couldn't figure out where I was wrong. Um, but yeah, the 3D World style was the one additional style. Uh, nice. And that's it. That's it. Yep, that's it for kindoffunny.com/slash. You're wrong. Tomorrow's host for the show are going to be Greg and Tim. That's right, the return of Greg Miller. Uh, if you're watching this live right now, after this is Elden Ring with Mike, Andy, and Nick. If you want to catch that stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, uh, weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, game daily. <laughs>